Welcome to the new Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, whose mission is to formulate litters to keep cats in their loving homes with his proven veterinarian-formulated litter box solutions for the health of all members of the family. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know, and my mission has always been to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers to offer their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, Cat Chat brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your feline family members. Sit back and enjoy. Jackson Galaxy. Wow, another book? Seriously? Are you kidding? <laughs> I can't stop. Somebody stop me. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I can't, I can't oh help Oh, my myself, God, yeah. it's unbelievable. I think we need to get you that Louisville slugger you talk about in the introduction. Uh, you yeah. know the one I mean? Uh, that's, that one's reserved for my wife and my literary agent. Yeah, basically, if I ever come up with the idea of another book, just slap me across the knees with that bat, you know? I mean, my oh wife, my especially, she's over it, man. Oh, she she's is. She's over, like, every time I write a book, I turn into this, like, semi-hermit and, you know, frustrated guy and whatever. And, no, this time around, it was pretty crazy. It was it was pretty crazy. Well, it's, a, it's a big, big book. It is. You know? It's a big book. And as you say in the introduction, you've you got this other incredibly busy, fascinating cat specialist, Mikel Delgado, who's getting a doctorate in animal behavior, and she has her own cat consulting business. Yeah. And you have the funniest line where you say, uh, you know, you, you approached her, and you say, I clearly remember approaching Mikel Delgado, a very busy person in her own right, as a per- private consultant completing her Ph.D., to help on my new book by saying that it was simply about curating and editing. Just gather together yeah. all of what I've said, filmed, recorded, written, etc., about cats and their world through the years and put it in one place. Really, how hard could that be? And, you've, you know, <laughs> it's just i got to tell you that the introduction to the book, most people breeze by, oh, you're just going to thank everybody that ever knew you kind of thing. It is so funny. Yeah. It's so you, Jackson. So before we talk about what Cat Mojo is, which everyone who follows you in all those various iterations where Jackson is in the planet, we kind of know what it is. We'll talk about it some more. But there's like this real mojo of Jackson in that introduction and preface and throughout the book. And you talk about empowering cat parents to find the mojo in their cats, but also in themselves. So can we talk a little bit about how what humans can bring to that cat relationship somehow benefits them as humans as well? Well, I mean, I think that, that whether we're cat or human or, you know, dog or chicken or whatever, <laughs> modeling behavior rubs off on others, you know, and, yes. and, and modeling confidence rubs off on everybody, you know. Yep. So if you are approaching your cat with that level of confidence, you know that, that you're inviting that back. I mean, it, it, and again, I, this is something, I, and I try to talk about this as much as I possibly can in the book. I try to sort of at the same time talk about what cats need. I'm also talking about what we all need in yes. terms of communication yes. and relationships, you know. And look, if, if somebody comes up to you with nervous energy and, and is, is biting their nails and trying to hold the conversation with you at the same time, you're going to start getting nervous. Yes. And, and that's the same thing that happens with our cats and ourselves, you know. If, if we are bringing them this, this, this sort of 
attitude of, hey, no, no, don't worry, baby, it's fine, it's fine, you're going to be okay, <laughs> they're going to head for the hills, you know, or they're going to come after you one way or the other, you know. Yeah, that's not what we mean by fine. That's a lowercase f fine, not a not a capital fine. I guess that you describing it that way is really interesting in terms of my own personal evolution of knowing you and the two of us kind of growing into whatever animal suits we, we now wear outside of our human suits. And the first time I met you, which I've sort of touched upon before, but this book really brought back to me that you've evolved so much as a human and brought with your own evolution and your own self-knowledge and your own vulnerability and openness as a person. You've brought that to what you instinctively felt and knew about cats. But you've really, I think that in, in, in some kind of Eastern spiritual way, without sounding too grossly corny, You've opened yourself. Well, I have to say it, but everyone knows I'm pretty like the pragmatist and literal and stuff. I really mean this, that to that you have allowed people both in your books and in the presentations you now do and you go to shelters and inspire volunteers and staff. You talk all around the world, and we've got to talk about that translator thing, which is a hoot and a half. But the TV show in particular, <laughs> it's by you're not like this really cool cat. I, I mean that in the old sense, cool cat kind of guy who's like shows up with his cool look and does his cool thing. You have a cool look. It's always who you've been. You didn't lay that on. That's really yourself. Right. But you bring this kind of sense of wonder and, okay, I don't know the answers to everything. I'm going to open myself to this kitty and these people and this household and help find right. the way through it. And I think that it's vulnerability. Yes, I mean, it's, it's about exactly. Accessing and mm-hmm. and and projecting mm-hmm. your own vulnerability, which is yes. how you get through any successful relationship in your life. As I've discovered now, getting married later in life, man, you, that changes everything. You got to figure out how to be vulnerable at all times, because when you put on airs or when you put on this, oh, I know what's going on thing, all you're going to get back, whether it's from your significant other, friends, children, or animals is, yeah, you, you go you go someplace else with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> or you know, uncomfortable you with that. Vulnerability is a tough yeah. thing, man. It's a tough it, thing. It but, sure is. And, and as, a, as a fairly new widow coming out of that sort of space, I must say that being vulnerable and open to an experience or a feeling is really hard. It's like, you know, right. defended feels more comfy behind that wall. I'll just, like, bring my kind of two-step. I'll do my two-step, and I can do that, but it's not really bringing yourself. And the first time we met was many, many, many years ago. You still lived in Boulder, Colorado. You were involved, mm-hmm. with, you had just become involved with Spirit Essences. You'd bought it from Gene Ho- Dr. Gene Hovey, and that was a, a you know, I, I tried on Cat Chat to support the product in you as much as I could. I totally believed in it, but you were really searching, and you were in this very vulnerable place, very wide open. Right. Your sweetheart was in L.A., She had dogs. You liked dogs plenty, but you were really had identified yourself in your soul as a cat guy. And you were in this in-between place of being very open and searching, like, how do I bring what I care about and know to the world and also be fulfilled? And you found it. And you found it by seeking with an open heart and mind. And I really have to say that that is highly unusual. And to be in showbiz now, which you are, uh, because that's how messages get out, right, is through the, right, the media right. of various kinds. You never have taken what in Hollywood we used to call take the gas. 
You've never taken the yes. gas. You sit in front of a cardboard cutout of yourself. And a friend of mine who once was in a situation with you, and she said, oh, my God, if there's ever a cardboard cutout of me, somebody slap me upside the head and, you know, knock me <laughs> down. But you sit behind that or in front of that cardboard cutout, and you don't – it's like a backdrop, but you don't – own that you're the cardboard guy, right? I mean, talk yeah. a little bit about what that experience is like because I've been to pet shows and other places where there's a line out the door. They just want to, like, touch you and see you. Like you're a celeb from your energy. What does that yeah. feel like? How do you stay real with that? Well, I mean, I, I, first of all, I, I, first of all, of course, thank you for everything that you said because, I mean, that's kind of the stuff that you dream about hearing is that that you managed to make this journey and still remain intact somehow. But I think that first and foremost was, I mean, sobriety informed everything. I mean, the, the act of getting sober and, and doing your damnedest to stay sober, to stay yes. mindful, and, and, and to just take a back seat because you try to drive this car, you're going to crash it into a wall. Yep. And having that come at a time when I'm trying to kick up my relationship with animals, I'm trying to take it to a different place, it all, the universe laid it out pretty nicely you know I just had to I just had to walk the path you know and it's also kept me sober now as the yes. years go on knowing that you are being held responsible to a higher authority which is <laughs> animals and their well-being you or, know or animal I mean, planet that, or animal planet one or the other right <laughs> I, you know, I mean, knowing that you know it 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 keeps me both physically and, and emotionally sober and um, so it's 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 actually worked out beautifully. And and in terms of the whole, you know, celebrity thing, I mean, I'm not going to pretend I'm comfortable even saying that word. It's, it's it's okay, I guess. I mean, but but it does, like you said, it's how the word gets out, and the word has yeah. gotten out in a really amazing way. And uh, you know, we know now that that people know more about cats, and they're keeping them in their homes more, and and you know. It, it's it's been a really cool ride in that way. I just got to stay present. And and let me tell you mm-hmm. something. When you're working with animals day in and day out, I mean, look, me and you were talking about celebrity and all that right now. I'm going to leave you in a few minutes and go back to work in in a house right. where right. there's a cat and a 13-month-old child, and that cat's about to hit the bricks because she's scratching the child, and I got to stop that, you know? Yes. And, 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 you know, so it's yeah. great in that way yeah. that I'm always being held responsible, you know? And, and that cat doesn't know that there's a cardboard cut out of you. It just knows that it doesn't like this little exactly. screechy, <laughs> exactly. smelly. And if there was, yeah. it turned into a cat toy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Be a scratching post. One of the things that you refer to in the front of the book was the loss of your mother and, and how devastating that has been. I didn't know that, but what I did know was something that touched me greatly, which is that your brother joined your company as kind of a guardian angel. I'm going to use that word. You might not use it. Yeah. He might not use it. But I no, had a chance true. to sit with him for half an hour and of all crazy-ass places. Oh, I'm not supposed to say ASS. Oh, maybe I can. Who knows? Las Vegas. <laughs> for SuperZoo, and I wanted to know more about how your company had changed, and I didn't understand that he was your brother. He's like, can you see the similarity? I'm like, well, where are your (laughs) earrings and all your tattoos and those funny glasses and not really? Um, You know, he looks like sort of more like the rest of us. He's the other side of the brain. Exactly. It's it's interesting. You know, when my mom was, you know, my mom um, fought pancreatic cancer for, you know, longer than she probably was expected to, you know, but... Um, you know, when, when 
during her last couple of weeks, she she knew how to play us to the end, man. She was playing us, you know, and and, and she uh, she basically, you know, her dying wish, you know, I just want you and your brother to work together. That, Seriously? That kind of oh my god! Oh yeah, she totally pulled that on us. Totally oh my gosh! And, and we had already thought about it. I mean, we we you know, Mark, um, we function in completely different ways. I mean, yes. his strength is. I mean, he was in a Fortune 20 company for 15 yeah. years. I mean, yeah. he knows what he's doing business-wise, and I know what I'm doing in in the world that I work. And having us, you know, he's been with me now for about a year, and it has made all the difference in the world for me. I mean, I now am surrounded by trust. I I, yes. I can do what I do and leave it leave the rest alone and absolutely uh, and know that my brother's got my back man and it's, yep it's a, and, 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 and helping and helping make good and really happy your mom is thrilled and i am really sorry for your loss but as you say in the book she's still Thank here you. just maybe not physically but but i know that your family has meant a lot to you and and all of us that have rocky roads at some point then when we get back on the smooth sailing part then the family part becomes even more valuable but i just right. think it's really it's really interesting that blood can be thicker than water and that when you have somebody like you yeah. who keeps putting himself out there like a wide open river of trust and emotion and and vulnerability and so forth, that's really dangerous. I mean, you could wind up like Judy yeah. Garland or something for real right. because, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, there's these talents and the talents are there. And in your case, there's, you know, other layers where you're assisting animals and assisting humans and there's kind of a channeling thing like you know you're channeling the animals and and translating and what have you and i think that to have somebody who i mean i just said went to him and i said you know i have known jackson since he was just jackson not capital g galaxy and i've always liked him and i've always admired him and i always knew there was something really special there i don't know if on the air we've ever talked about the fact that i had this deranged moment in time where I thought that you and I should have a TV show. This is before your TV show, like Moonlighting. Yeah. And we were going right. to be like the sparring ones, and I'd be like the up, uptight, more like buttoned-down, preppy one, and you'd be you. And <laughs> yeah, we, we'd be have, me. You'd be you. And, then we'd have, and I'd actually become more like you with my pink hair as time has gone on, which is rather funny. I know. I Wait, noticed. It's too funny. So funny. And um, I won't say where the tattoo is, but, you know, you come out of widowhood, and you're like, okay, I'm going to own this last chapter or final or second to last chapter in my life. So it's it's pretty funny. There you go. Yeah, you're, I'm bringing my inner Jackson Galaxy to it. But I had this idea we were going to spar. See, you'd be like like the real behavior expert, and I would have written the book but not really have the boots on the ground. And we'd have conversations, and then, you know, we'd like sparring about the best way to fix it. Luckily, you right. went ahead and, and got my cat from hell on your own because I wouldn't – I would have lasted five minutes. I mean, my patience level. You know, <laughs> while they're resetting the lights in the house, I want to paint the house. I have zero patience. I, I almost lost I, – I mean, I almost lasted five minutes. It's a, it's a big – It's hard. I mean, it's, oh, it's, my God, it's it is, hard. It is not what people think it is. Man. I mean, listen, I spent the good portion from the time I was 10 years old thinking I was going to be some kind of rock star. Yes. So I was always yes. prepared to a certain degree right. for audiences – in right. a way, but never in a way, I mean, having an audience who likes your music, and that's one thing, but when you connect through animals, and you connect through this, this incredibly precious relationship that we have with these animals, it is a whole different thing. So when you meet people, when someone runs up to me in the street, yes. holding yes. up their phone to show me a picture of their cat, we're, we're already family. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're, we're already mm-hmm. connected in a way yes. that I and, – and that's so great for someone like me because, like you were saying before, I'm not really all that good at, like, healthy skepticism. I'm, I'm not I'm not built <laughs> that way. Luckily, my brother is, you know, but I, I get to bring oh that God. sort of, like, wide-eyed wonder to things and, you know. And it's yeah, wide open. Edge, you know? Yeah, so I said to him, I've known him forever. He has not changed one bit in all the right ways. And I am so thrilled that you're here as, like, you've got his back and you've got decisions. And I love the Jackson Galaxy Foundation to be involved with the Cat Film Festival. But the Cat Film Festival is just starting. So I'm just going to put that out there to you. And he said, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say yes because I don't know exactly where we're going. But it was so great because if it had been you, you would have said, yes, of course. And I would have said, yeah, let's do it. And we would have just, like, putchkeed around. I don't know what we would have done. Something or another. No, but you just, know what would have happened is, like, you know, fast forward three months from now and you'd be like, okay, let's do this. And I'm like, do what? You know, my brain right, just, of course. It doesn't, it doesn't absorb the way his does, you know. Yes, it's it's well, great, man. Like I said, it's it's been a really lucky stroke. My mom was right, of course, and uh, – and I know that, that – and it also provides, a, a, you know, an opportunity for me to actually have a relationship with my brother. We lived across That's the right. country from each other for all mm-hmm. these years and never spent much time with each other. So this is really, you know, it, it benefits cool. us in, in many different ways. And nice for your wife that she maybe doesn't have to hear so much shop talk, not that you were really – Yeah, man, she's done. No, no, she <laughs> believe me. She, no, she, she lives the world of rescue. She, she's yeah, pretty – you know, right. she's pretty tired of hearing it every day, believe yeah, me. Yeah, you know? I totally but, you believe know, that. Mark's coming with me on the book tour. He's gonna, nice, nice. Know, he's going to get an, an eye and ear full of what it's really like out there, so we're looking forward to that one. It's going to be one big fa- mo- fan mob scene. Okay, so so we've talked a lot about Jackson, and, you know, lots of other people can write or have interviews with you about the book, and you can do the mojo raw cat thing, and it's all good, and it's real, and we're going to talk about it, catification and all that. But I just wanted yet again to give people a sense of who you really are because with celebrity comes a kind of a glass bubble around somebody and I think it's just really important that what they feel about you when they see you or read you is really you. It's not any kind of a put on or an act and you're there out of passion for the project. I mean the other thing that people need to know, I remember the first year that you did the show and you said to me at one point, how could I only have like $100 in my checking account? It's like because there's no money yeah. in reality TV. You're like, yeah, I didn't expect yep. to get rich, but I didn't expect to get poor. So I also want people to know <laughs> yeah. that you're talking a- about a-, a real passion project. It's it's right. a, you know it's about sending the message and doing the work. And if it and also pays- I just don't know what else I would do. I mean I I am doing right now. You know I mean I know everyone you know you, we use these corny terms like follow your bliss and right 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 I'm literally walking down the only path there is for me you know and this is it yes so i think that's I, true commitment was just sort of an afterthought you know yeah and and bringing it every single time all right so raw cat let's let's talk about your description of raw cat because it's always been the the concept you knew and were trying to explain and describe to other humans from the right. get-go yeah the raw cat i mean the, the idea is you know, and and look, the, the the problem that we constantly have when trying to get a grip of cats is that we try we look at them through dog colored glasses, and well said. That's the that's the fatal flaw, you know. Mm-hmm. And by bringing out the the concept of the raw cat, what we're saying is that as opposed to dogs, as opposed to the other, you know, quote unquote pet that we took out of the wild and immediately started molding into a shape that we could recognize and love. 
With cats, we didn't do that. They are directly connected to their ancestors yep. in a way that, that dogs are just not. We've created more of a crooked line for them because we've co-evolved with them. Cats did their own thing, and, and they just came along for the ride. So when I talk about the raw cat, I'm talking about the, the, the cat, the, the ancestor that speaks truth in, in the back of this cat's head 24 hours a day. So whether you've got like a 14-year-old Persian sitting on the floor watching the birds <laughs> or whatever it is, that cat has a raw cat in his head, and your job is to, to pull that raw cat out and to encourage him to sort of flex those muscles as best you can. Well, it's been a complete joy and a treat, as always, to talk to you. And really what you bring to the world is just the patience to understand that let everybody in their own good time become who they are, whether they're human or animal, and have patience and confidence, and the mojo will emerge. Jackson Galaxy, you are really a delightful critter to have on this planet. Total Cat <laughs> Mojo, the ultimate guide you, to life Tracy. with your kite, cat and life with your other animals, including the two-leggeds. Thank you so much, yes. Jackson. Take care, yeah, sweetie. Thank Keep you up so the great much. work. We'll talk okay, soon. absolutely. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey. So your cat's appetite is satisfied longer without compromising her health. This is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry cat food to your cat, even as part of her diet, although I recommend that canned food should always be your cat's primary diet. Feel free to reach out to me with questions or comments to radiopetlady at gmail.com. Talk soon.